on this episode. Two movies I kind of wish I wasn't about to discuss with my relatives. I'm Eliza Jansen. <laughs> I'm Noah Jansen. I'm Meg Jansen. Welcome to Twin Picks. I was literally, that was the first thing I was going to say. I was like, I don't oh. want to talk about these movies with my sisters. Because it's oh, well. so goddamn sexy. We're here now. <laughs> no naked. <laughs> Gosh, I love movies. Welcome to Twin Picks, a weekly family podcast where we compare two vastly different movies that share some kind of tenuous connection and decide which one achieves what it sets out to do more successfully. Ooh, how are you guys feeling today? I'm so excited for this episode. I've been saying really? since uh, while I've been walking around the house hearing stripping. the annoying stripping music <laughs> yeah. from both of these movies, I've been like, this episode's going to be so good. I really think it's going to be an iconic one for us. It's real wow. saucy, this No, one. you're setting it up so yeah, much. Yeah, I am. They're really oh. interesting movies to talk about. Actually, she is going to die at this shout out. The most avid listener of our show, she says her favorite day of the week is Sunday because it's when the new episodes come out. She messages me. I've just finished watching one of today's films, Showgirls. And she messages me out of the blue and is like, oh my God, I just realized you have to do Showgirls. Oh, which is how great this movie is, this podcast. Molly Ward, thank you for listening. Wow. Your little icon. Hope you're enjoying. Thanks, you Molly. Thanks, there Molly. You go, Molly. Cut to Molly Ms. and I'm sweating. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, no, movie, yeah, I'm so excited. The movies we're doing, like, I don't know what the point is of saying what the movies we're doing is. Like, it, everyone can see it in the episode description. Mm. It's fine. We just got to say it anyway. Yeah. This week we're doing Showgirls and Striptease. Two oh. movies. They're twin films. So Another as twin film. Her, Olympus has fallen and White House Down and Truman Show and Ed TV, these are movies with really similar subject, subject matter that came out around the same time. And it kind of linked in the public imagination. Yeah, which, like, for good reason here. Mm. Yeah. They're and they're very similar. Dumb and in sexy. Also in their... <laughs> like me. <laughs> um, they're also very similar in their... Like, I didn't realise both these films. So in 95, Showgirls got the Razzie for Worst Picture. And then next year, Striptease strip did. did. Um, I Aww. hate the Razzies as a concept, but it, that Aww. is what happened. And Paul Verhoeven showed up to get his Razzie. How he cute did. I that? love it when they do that. What a good boy. Aww. But what are you supposed to do? Get up there and be like, thanks. Or they always like, make some joke where they're like, oh, yeah, I fucked up, didn't I? And they're like kind of drunk and stuff. And they're like, I hope Paul well, didn't do that well. because Paul really backs in his movie. Or oh, we're talking about that yeah. a bit later. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we like get into it, we talked about this a bit during the movie, but we have to like just cover this. What would your stripper song be? Oh, song I was and to routine. Think about what would your routine? Okay, so I'm you ready. can have like gimmicks and stuff on stage. <gasps> Mine would be it goes. Let's go now. And then I come out and I I, I do like a cowboy. He's a cowboy. Thing. I, I could say I, I, I want to do the cowboy already. thing. And yeah. I'm like, chapless. Yeehaw. What are they yeah, called? Right. Bottom, bottomless chaps. Assless yeah. chaps. Assless chaps. Yeah. Bottomless chaps. <laughs> bottomless chaps. <laughs> Don't know what it's called. Um, yeah, that would be. I'd be. I do a cowboy thing. Color my hair. What's yours, Eliza? Um, I think. I like go straight for the like really corny stripper songs like she's my Ew, I hate that song. No, 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 they no, hate no. that song as well. They think it's really disrespectful. Strippers. No, the they? guys that wrote that song. I don't know. Oh, oh. Warrant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, 
Warrant. Warrant. <laughs> I'm a big Warrant head. I like more <laughs> than Dave. What are the yeah. Warrant? It's the least favorite like, song. Song of theirs. Warrant. Interesting. It's the same Warranties. as Extreme Hates more, more than, than words. words. What other songs do they have? Come on. <laughs> exactly. It's a good song. It is a great song. Hits home. Yeah. Mom. Me? Do you want yeah. to do me? Yeah. Or, um, okay. Nobody asked for whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my stripper song would be Got to Give It Up. Oh, okay. Like, and you just do what Sam Rockwell does in Charlie's yes. Angels. Because <laughs> that's the sexiest dance I can think of. No, but yeah. what are the themes of like um, what's No, no, let theme? me tell you my th- Okay, I, w- oh. I will. Set the stage. So pretty much what it is is I've seduced Drew Barrymore and I'm Sam Rockwell in Charlie's Angels 2. Is it two or one? It's one. Oh, Shut it's up. not full throttle. Oh, God. It's half I'm humiliated. <laughs> anyway, it's got to give it up by Marvin Gaye and I'm in like a disco outfit. <laughs> sort of like permed big hair and it's so hot. I'm sorry, but it's just really hot. And do you like, but you don't strip, you just wear Sam Rockwell's costume. Oh yeah, no, I don't plan on taking anything off. This isn't, this is an entirely different thing. Mm. I'm sorry. That's just a dance. (laughs) I'm sorry. Eliza, what what was the theme of yours? uh, I kind of just said cherry pie out of nowhere, but I think like I do bake pies. Like maybe my thing comes to bake pies. Here's my cherry pie. (laughs) (laughs) I made some pie for the strip club guys. That rhymed. Yeah, I wear like a waitress out and I'm just like. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm like, ah, this burned me. (laughs) 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 Golden, like a little. (laughs) We should have all worn. We should have all worn like extra, like so many layers today. Yeah, because this is going to be so uncomfortable. Like strip. Oh, that's what I planned. This is also an audio podcast. Like this, this is yeah, but it would be funny for us. I'm not uh, laughing. <laughs> All right. I think we really need to move on and talk about the movies. I like, oh, my face. I'm actually like starting to blush already. Like, oh, no. Go yeah. get a grip. It's a bit warm in here. Maybe we let's should take, take off. Oh, clothes. no, I don't want to do it. Okay. Let's forget about let's, it. Let's begin as we have been doing Crowd Twin Films chronologically with 1995s. Have we been doing chronologically? Yeah. Have we? Haven't we? No, we haven't. Show. No, we haven't. Came out. We definitely haven't. I've just been doing Olympus has fallen. Stabs in the dark. No, I mean for the twin films. I think we've all done them. Oh, yeah. Yes. Twin films will always be chronologically. Let's make that one. No one cares. Let's go. Showgirls. Guys, you have to hear this. Okay, while, while we were uh, just paused, then uh, our sound guy tried to, beautiful boy Anthony tried to secretly slip in what his stripping routine would be and thought that we wouldn't want it on the show. So he's We really do it for want us this now. on the show. And it's a really good choice. Take it away, buddy. I'm like the DJ. I'm like, and now we DJ. have. <laughs> Welcome um, to the stage. Arcee Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> and I like chuckle on the chin. Go. Uh, what is it? I'm f- oh, it's, it's Toxic by Britney Spears. Toxic. Oh. Good choice. And Eliza thinks that. Yeah, the way, I think the act that this would be was you come out in like a barrel of like toxic waste <laughs> and everyone's like, it's a can? What the hell? That's not sexy. And then like, you like pop out of the can and you're like toxic goo and stuff. And, and you can like, use I'm the toxic. barrel to hold all the money and stuff. Yeah, too. afterwards oh. you like tip my barrel. So people just stuff in it. Brilliant. Yeah. Stunning. Anyway. <laughs> tip my barrel. See, it's a natural. Oh, my God. Okay. Showgirls is a 1995 erotic drama film directed by, like, I think one of my favourite directors. Yeah. What a gun. 
and written by Joe Esterhaz, who had worked with Verhoeven on Basic Instincts. And when he made this, he was the highest paid screenwriter in Hollywood history. And apparently he literally just wrote down on some napkin, like, a stripper movie. And people were like, yeah, yeah, people will pay to see it. They that. had, because Basic Instinct did so well, because they they had disagreements over the script for Basic Instinct and they were like, never working together again. But then it was like the best, highest grossing film of that year. So he's like, okay, I'll come back. And he wrote down three ideas on a napkin. Mm. One of which was this, one of which was a film with Arnold Schwarzenegger called like Cruising or something that they Ooh. were going to do, but they ended up not doing. Mm. Yeah, crazy. And he got yeah. $2 million in advance for this script. And it sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> what's it about? Yeah, what's this movie about? It's because movie. I'm lost. Really? You're lost, just like Know Me Malone. Oh, God. Know Me. Know Me. Know Me. Apparently, her name is meant to be a pun on. It's like meant to be her saying, Know Me, I Am Alone. Oh, kill me. <laughs> kill me. I didn't. That heavy handedness tells you everything you need to know about the movie. It's essentially plot. all about Eve. But with strippers. Yeah. It's about yeah. Naomi Malone. She's like this crazy, volatile oh woman child. Um, and she arrives in Las Vegas and works her way up from being a dancer at like a kind of pretty seedy, like low tier club called The Cheetah mm-hmm. to being the lead actress in Goddess, which is like this more acceptable show. <sighs> yeah. This at movie? a big casino. This movie has a huge... Obviously, we're going to talk about this lead performance a lot. This movie has that weird <laughs> Elizabeth quality. Berkeley. Yeah, Elizabeth Berkeley from Saved by the Bell. Um, that thing that Billy Madison had where it has a lead character that you're supposed to be like, what a go-getter. Like, yeah. God, we love them. And I'm like, your literal sucks. function is all you do is go around and create chaos. Yeah. Like, that's all you do. we're meant to admire her and follow yeah. her and No, stuff. but we're meant to be like, she's a fighter. Like, she's got a tough spirit. She literally just in every single scenario screams and yeah. ruins things. And you're like, Like, chaos literally fu- follows her. Like, this is bizarre. <laughs> like, that they've given me this protagonist <laughs> and told me, like, Follow her and feel bad for, like, the terrible past that she's had. And they give you these weird things. They're like, oh, you know, like, her parents died in, like, a murder-suicide. But then they're like, oh, but as well, this is all the shit that she did in between. Like, this girl sucks. What do you mean? She pushed her down the stairs. Where is she? If in a culture where she is being rewarded, like, for who she is, like, being this horrible monster and, like, screaming at everyone, like, she does not, like, close a car door. She, like, wrenches it shut. Everything she does is so hateful. No, 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 but that's exactly the that's thing. The like, there's it's a like, point in the movie where it, the plot point is supposed to be, like, you've been changed by this industry, yeah. man. And I'm like, you've been like that the, the whole, whole movie. Time. Okay, from I the start, she's so volatile. Like, she gets bailed out of jail by a guy for no, just because Literally he's, like, no reason. literally, he, he says, he says exactly what they think the audience would do. I'd be like, yeah. You have something about you. Like, yeah. you are incredible. And she's sort of like, ha, thanks. Bye, bitch. I'm going home. Yeah. Fuck you. You don't get a date. I'm never going to talk to you. And also, I think you're a big old shithead. Bye. And I'm like, why are you so angry? I need to ask, do you guys think this movie is pointed satire? No. Oh, like, okay. Like, oh, they're just benefiting shit. We're from that in Oh, I love this movie. I love it. And I think it is very... Well, it's a whole thing of if like. If it is, I missed it. I missed it. I missed it. I just like I wasn't looking at this and being like, oh, yes. I'm kind of. Get it. I'm jumping Get it, into my triple in the attic I was just too like, much. You suck. Like she sucks. Like I, I know you don't have to like your your protagonist or whatever. They just need to be watchable, not like, likable. Yeah, they have to be the most watchable. watchable th- no, ever. I was like, what are you doing? Like even just in her physicality, I was like, she's so freaking aggressive all the time it was just a very like confronting watch i was just I it's the it. easiest watch ever it's so <laughs> funny i'm jumping into my triplet in the attic too much but um verhoven is quoted as saying it's a perfect script i had plenty of time to change it if i'd wanted to i would have 
Yeah. And their aim was mm-hmm. to make an MGM musical. And when you have that screenwriter and that director who has literally come from Nazi occupied <laughs> Europe yeah. and he's making movies about how violent and disgusting humans are, like this is what you get. This is the beautiful MGM splashy musical that comes out of that. I love this movie. Yes. Um, and I love, I, like obviously a, almost like a better <laughs> Twin picks to do is this and Starship Troopers, which equally has the thing of that film is a film that, that it went people over these people's days heads. it really went over people's heads. Oh, well, both of them it has, but I feel like more so when people talk about Starship Troopers and you say it's all satire, like it's like that for a reason. People go, mm. oh, it is. Whereas with Showgirls, it's a classic movie. We're like, but when it's you still try, bad. When you try to say <laughs> yes, to, when you try to say to someone saying. it's a pointed satire, they're like, no, fuck you. It is not. It's just it might try to be. It's still bad. But that's what I'm saying. Even if I've totally missed the point and that's not what they're like I my first reading was just like the superficial reading of it nonetheless I still don't want to watch it I'm still not enjoying it I don't like it as a satire either not really laughing like I'm laughing at it I'm not laughing with it it doesn't it doesn't get me on board ever like at no point and I know you don't have to like someone but it's just kind of like I want to be able to watch you not even relate to you but just get what is going on and I'm like are you kidding like you what don't want to go and buy a Versace dress? Versace. As what like, does she want is my big thing. I wrote that down a lot of times. I don't really get what your like, goal is at any She wants what point. every other musical is selling you. She American wants to be dream. the star. And it's like, what does that mean? Yeah, she but has she no fucking clue. And when she gets it. the way to try yeah. and get it. Like, and also all the te- like steps that she takes to try and get it are so unproductive. Like it's all <laughs> like crazy. Like it's very volatile. Yeah, in the service of that thing of like, Yes, I 100% agree, especially from my triplet in the attic later on. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that Paul Verhoeven is like, this is supposed to be this ridiculous. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Especially because, the like, a lot of elements of this are up to the standard that a lot of his work is in the sense of, like, how um, incredibly cinematic it is. Like, the camera movement and, like, direction standard is, like, incredible. Um, but then I also go, like, but if you were doing a pointed satire, then like the script wouldn't have such weird, like ineffectual scenes. Like, there are so many like scenes where you're like, like, you ever eat dog food? I used to eat dog chow. And like, just, I used to eat it too. It's you're like, just like what? shit like this. I'm like, what What do all these, like so, so many scenes will happen or like characters will be a certain way. And you're like, so I don't get what you serve now, which mm, I don't feel like, like is a quality. Characters? Like um, that guy that bails her out. And yeah. like, mm. it's almost supposed to be this thing of at first you go like, oh, he's going to be the one that like, calms her down mm. and goes like here's what you really got to be doing and then they have a scene which has classic oh my god classic <laughs> okay? weird moment to moment direction of he enters the frame from left goes hey um and nomi is leaving rehearsals for goddess she doesn't know who's just called hey mm. and before she's looked at him she's like hey how are you and you're like, you haven't looked at him yet. You yeah. don't know if it's him. Oh, so dumb. Anyway, but that scene ends up like nothing comes from it. It doesn't like reveal anything about anyone. It doesn't serve like, oh, we'll meet up later or anything. It's literally just him being like, hey, are you doing goddess? And she's like, yeah, I am. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then later on they have the same conversation. And you're like, if it was a pointed satire, that stuff wouldn't happen. Right. Please, Eliza, You think it go, could be tighter even what it is. Yeah. How long is this movie? Is like over two hours? Yeah, it's okay. so entertaining. Like it the gave you the looks, entertainment value of like a great every line film. is repulsive. Mm. Like the way people talk to each other, 
the Japanese businessman saying in America everyone's a gynecologist. Oh like my God. this movie That's wants to repulse you so much. Yeah, I'm repulsed. Wait, turn- <laughs> I love like doesn't that come through in the choreography as well? Oh, like, I'm so excited about the dancing. It's literally yeah. just like angular, like pulsing thrusting. Sex. So yeah. Can we talk about genuinely a scene in this film that I'm like beyond this thing being a point of satire? This is a great scene, like really, really good scene. <laughs> Um, the first lap dance that she oh gives God. to Karl McLaughlin where, where oh, the, um, yeah, she yeah. watches I, she's on. Watching it, yeah. it is electric. He, and he does a big old cum. He does a big <laughs> cum right there. Noah. Oh, my God. What? Wow. Well, um, we talked about gynecology. Speaking of Kyle McLaughlin, uh, oh, yeah, he's like Spider-Man 3 side fringe. Him. So oh, beautiful. Yeah. His little emo looks. Oh, oh my I God. love him. He has such he, a fun. Oh, sorry. He has like a it. really yeah. cute quote from yeah. talking. What? This is Karma Glocklin talking about going to the premiere of yeah. Showgirls. He says, I was absolutely gobsmacked. I said, This is horrible, horrible. And it's a very slow, sinking feeling when you're watching the movie and the first scene comes out and you're like, Oh, that's a really bad scene. But you say, Well, that's okay. The next one will be better. And you somehow try to convince yourself that it's going to get better and it just gets worse. Oh, Kyle. He has really strange agents. He finds himself in movies that just like really confound people, which is nice. Yeah. He has a confounding quality. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just made a good connection with Lynch that like served a career. um, He does a really cool... Um, you know how GQ does that thing where like you go through all your roles. Oh, I loved him. He's oh, a really it was good so one. Good. He talks about showgirls. Is he's that, an what, Ethan Hawke. Was really good. The showgirls uh-huh. one is he says exactly what so many people associated with this movie say of. They were like, Verhoeven and Esther Hayes had just come off Basic Instinct. They were like hot shit, and they were like, we want to make a dark, gritty movie about the underbelly of the Vegas sex stripping industry, and like sex stripping and, and stuff. Yeah. And they, they were like, yeah, that sounds dope. Um. So we've talked about the choreography. We need to talk about the sex scene. <laughs> oh, my the God. The thrashing in the water or whatever. She's being, like, waterboarded by <laughs> this water feature. Yeah. Um, this film, by the way, doesn't it have a really weird, um, like, it had a, a, something to do with it being released and being it's kind of rated, like, There's a very interesting thing um, um, that the in, in, yeah, in um, the Siskel and Ebert review that they talk about, which is really true, is that, like, for whatever we think of Showgirls now, the first film to do the thing of like we want to be an NC seventeen, where because it was yeah. its big thing is it's an NC seventeen film that yep. the studio produced as that. Yeah, like they put mm-hmm. a lot of you don't put a lot of money into a film that's going to lose that much of your demographic because yeah, it's NC seventeen. Yeah, like really intense back then, and they really correctly say that like if the first film to do this had been not necessarily safe, but of a quality that meant that no matter what, it was like pretty good and would get bums in the seats, mm. that then more people would have done it. But literally mm. because of that, it's never happened again. Like yeah, now, like for something to be NC-17, it's the kind of thing of like, oh, we accidentally made a film that was so violent that we can't <laughs> chop around it and we just have to make it NC-17. Yeah. And like everyone's like, Verhoeven, no matter what you think about the little satire that you think you made, you meant that we can't have good <laughs> you things. You made something yeah. so, like, proudly vulgar that you literally fucked up the system. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's you. vulgar. Like, it's, it's disgusting. weird kind of crude. Yeah, even in the choreography, every aspect of it, there is, like. It's so overly sexualized. It swings back around to being, yeah. like, asexual and, like, yes. romantic. It's, so it's not almost, very like, disturbing. bizarre sort of androgyny to it. It's, like, there is nothing, yeah, there's nothing yeah. sexual to this. It's just I felt my genitals, like, almost. shrivel away into dust in this film. <laughs> they just disappeared. They yeah, I don't know. I see why it's, like, a culty film because it's so interesting. 
But I'm not watching this again. Oh, no. I, sorry. <laughs> sorry, game. I find it as thrilling as, like, an action Stripping film. Stripping itself. Yes. I, I think, like, it's, it's coming from a director who does really good action and he's literally like, what if instead of physical violence and death, it was... Like, sexy violence? Like what? Yes, sex violence. It was like vulgarity and like the yeah. absolute extremes you can go to with that side of the human body, not the human body dying, but exhibiting yeah. it in a way, in a sexual way that yeah. people cannot accept. And they didn't. Yeah. People hated this movie. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm equally interested in um, talking about with comparing the pics about how there is something so attached to a perception of this industry as taboo that means that the quality of, of these films is what it is like especially because i think hmm. what we'll agree with with strip tease possibly is that it's a very safe film and i'm like mm. any other film that had that story people would just be like that's bad but because it's about stripping as well people are like you it disgusting adds, yeah. filthy yeah. fucking film here's your razzie you know yeah. and i'm like come yeah. on that's true like, yeah. it's a job you know i think yeah. this movie well, i'm already comparing but compared to strip tease i think this movie has like a story within it about decency and about um, the kind of weird labels we put on different kinds of sex work. Yeah, I agree. And like how sex is presented. This makes more of a statement in that respect. Yeah, like Um, for it to be like this um, A Star is Born kind of story of her starting out at a really shitty club. Yeah. And and only like creepy men show up and like tip her and like harass her and stuff. And then by the end of the movie, she's in a show that she's just as naked in. It's just yeah. as like vulgar and but weird. But it's like this class. Yeah, but families go to go see at a casino and so she gets girl. press and she gets champagne and stuff. I think yeah. it is such a That's true. like fascinating movie length discussion of like the stupid terms we put on sex to quantify it. And like, yeah. you know, how like if you see a nipple, something is like <laughs> considered really disgusting. If you don't, it can be like classy enough to be seen by a whole family. And like yeah. the fact that she gets so offended whenever someone insinuates that she's uh, a a a prostitute or a hooker, like they constantly are saying like, you're basically like a hooker and she will like fly into a rage about it. It's like, it's her version of the Marty McFly, like you're a chicken. Like that song literally (laughs) sets her off every time. Um, An extension of the thing that like this movie can only speak through vulgarity is all the funniest dialogue is whenever something like, there's no way they can make it vulgar. Like, there's a very a bit that like I literally had to pause the movie in during was um like she's staying with her roommate who again when she first met her she like she offered her free chips and a <laughs> beverage and she was like flipping them and chucking them everywhere and getting fucking angry all the time like a chaotic little oh, nightmare um <laughs> she <laughs> the the scene like the dialogue that that they use to show like how like fun and close they are now mm. now that they're roommates six months later they're like would you like some chips and she's like chips and it's like they just have like a weird wacky crazy conversation yeah. about eating chips and I'm like oh wow yeah what a what a film this movie is so I don't even know it's so <laughs> alienating it's bizarre it's bizarre. But um, and it doesn't change things for you that that's probably what they set out to do, like it does in terms of in comparison to striptease. But like, I I just don't want to watch it again because it wasn't like that's fair enough. I just felt I felt really exhausted at the end of this movie. I was like, right. what have I just watched? Yeah. And I was thinking about it in comparison to striptease, striptease obviously, and like I don't want to compare them too much, but like of the two, this one just like it was so it was so draining. Like it's so even like the you know the choreography and the fact that like 
in a lot of these kinds of movies, like even just, you know, in like Hustlers or whatever, not that I've seen it, like you're supposed to admire the choreography and like mm-hmm. the skill and the mastery and athleticism of it. And it's like, no, nah, I'm not even getting that from it. Like you're not giving me anything to <laughs> what work about, with. What about like the shows, like all the reviews yeah. and the like leather dance. Oh, the yeah. leather one. And that dance where the music was really good. It was like, la, 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 la. And it was like some weird like Lion la, King la, kind la, of song. La. Do you remember? Some Danny Elfman I think um, we should probably move on yeah. to striptease, but I just wanted to say I really enjoyed, appreciated on this watch when yep. the movie starts, the yep. United Artists production company logo comes up and you're like, ha, oh my God, Charlie Chaplin and Mary Pickford like created this movie company in the 20s to like, you know, like how could they ever predicted that this kind of film would come out of that partnership? Oh my God. I thought it was really beautiful. Striptease came out in 1996. It's as old as me. Yeah. And it was directed, written by Andrew Bergman, who wrote the original screenplay for Blazing Saddles. So he's definitely coming from more of a comedy background than What's Paul Blazing Verhoeven Saddles? was. Blazing Saddles, the, the Mel Brooks Mel movie. Mel Brooks movie. What's the, the cowboy comedy? That's, um, what's the one that's... Um, do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, my God, it's killing me. Chariots of Fire. Oh. What the yeah. Similar names. Yeah. That's oh. a good twin pick. Yeah. There you go. Blazing Saddles Two Saddle. goddamn quick fear brains. That would be a good one as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> They're not similar in Get any them. way, are they? No, it's just it's names. It's just the title. The name is Which isn't that similar. similar. It's just a blazing. Right. Item. Method. All right. <laughs> okay, cool. Pipe down. <laughs> Anyhow, the plot of this film is that Demi Moore. Demi? Demi. Demi. Let's do Demi. What? Demi? Demi. It's I've Demi heard people Moore. say that. what they say in America. They say Demi. Dumb. But they say Demi Lovato, don't they? So it's definitely Demi. What? <laughs> That's her name. Her name's Demi. Because if it wasn't, okay. why would they be saying yeah, that? Yeah, all right. All right. Demi Moore. <laughs> Sorry. Now you want to fight because you didn't like Sugar. Yeah, and I'm going to fight about this movie too. I don't like it. <laughs> Meg always Jeez. lets us pick the movies and then all she does is get angry that we make wait, her watch wait, the wait. movies. And we're like, dude, we'll watch. What do you want? What are we going to watch? We, we can watch The Holiday and Back to Back with The Holiday if that's what you'd like. No, no. I don't want to watch Back to Back. I want to watch The Holiday and Four Christmases. <laughs> Duh. Uh. Demi Moore is a hard-working stripper, divorcee, um, single mum of one of a child played by her actual daughter, Rumor Willis. Who's also and in The House Bunny. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah as an adult. Mm-hmm. Not a good movie. Go mm-hmm. on. And Demi is working away at this strip club called The Eager Beaver to try and pretty much like buy her daughter back from her ex-husband. She's like this real shithead. Yeah. But... The other plot of this movie is a plot oh. I really don't understand. I don't oh, thank God. I don't okay. get it. This film, I opened being like, you know what? This was some cheeky, fun plot things. Um, every now and then I'm chuckling. Hmm. There's some cheeky. I even quite like the thing of like the movie opens with the thing of like, we just see the different characters coming in, like the different kind of people that go to strip clubs. Like we mm-hmm. see, yeah. you know, the like businessmen come in. The bachelor party. The bachelor party, like stuff like that. Like I was like, oh, that's quite a charming thing. And then, like an hour in, what is going on? Oh, this movie is so weird. It's let's, some try, weird like- let's try and decide what we think, like, what, what oh. like, the last, like, hour of this film, kind of, like, what's happening. So I oh think what's God. happened is that's, so Burt Reynolds' character, the senator, oh has, like, is infatuated with her. Mm. And, wait, where am I going from? When she's partnered up with the cop guy? 
I don't want to. Okay, so hey, we had to watch it. Actually, we shouldn't put the listeners through it. Yeah, there's, yeah. Look, there's, there's like this four whole random subplots, plot. and you don't know which one's Reynolds to be is following. some kind of senator, and he's like a drunken loser. And at one point, he covers himself in Vaseline, and he says, "And he sniffs." He's her, like, "He sniffs." I can feel the Vaseline squishing around in my boots or something. <laughs> That's all I remember. Because he's unpleasant. sniffing, he's sniff, uh-huh. and he sniffs like the 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 cotton that gets left behind in a washing machine that like. The lint. The, the lint, lint that her from the washing machine where Demi Moore washed her clothes. He like okay, he's like a crazy senator who's like infatuated with her. Everyone's infatuated with and her. And he sort of also is caught up in this like bribery Some kind of thing. Scandal. She's just because trying to get money. Because a photo was taken to, of him at things. She just wants to yeah. get money to, mm. get, to get her kid her out, daughter back, and leave and this life. And it no, it's one of those films where I'm like, you clearly know what the most important spine of this yeah. film is, which is like that it does quite a good job at times of the mother daughter thing. thing. Yeah. So why not? just do that yeah. you fucking dumb movie shut yeah. up i think like i can see them being like we need to make this a funny crime caper because that yep. was their drive after showgirls came out and was so critically lambasted they were like yep. oh crap our like movie is similar to this the, yeah we need to that's drive it in a more so funny comedy direction that's really yeah. that's one of your hoven's notes is he's like i wanted to do showgirls as a las vegas crime mystery thing right that's so interesting. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it. Like they just try to make a comedy, but it's not funny, bro. There's like it isn't funny. It's not funny at all. They even try so and like tiresome. they sort of have these like caricatures of the stripper. Like they they're these strippers, and it's sort of be like trying to be like <laughs> the style of dancing here is more just like it is like what you know of stripping. Like oh, whatever's so going hot. on in Showgirls, so if someone in real life did that, you I would like literally run away. Yeah, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is like yeah, much more traditional stripping. It's stripping. But the movie, like, from what I understand, will stop dead movie. every like ten or fifteen minutes. To to be have, like, all right, yeah. we really have to do a strip. Team We've scene. got a strip, and they're good, yeah. and they're to like neat songs, like yeah, Annie really Lennox good, and like Smokey Did, Robinson. Did more do? Yeah, uh, yeah. Really? Why the... did they do? You've really got to hold on, hold on me with the snake. I was going to say it's so disrespectful. Do you think it seems so disrespectful <laughs> to do like such a gorgeous song? I don't know why there are some songs I'm like, go for <laughs> it, strip to it. Can they do Annie Lennox as well? It is. Really well. What's everyone's favorite dance in, in this movie? Which I, I like her movies. on the chair. I like oh, the towel. The, 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 she's had the shower. You know. Oh okay. Oh yeah. But well, she's not coming like, up with her yeah, routine. That's not the yeah. with it. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Gosh. You like the chair? The chair is the one that the boss isn't happy with because it's too emotional. Too emotional. Ooh. No, I think the opening one where she where she's like shirt. She's yeah. like men's clothing. Oh, so good. Cool. Did Demi Moore do all her own? Like yeah, all her. She um studied with like dancers oh, and stuff. She looks amazing. Yeah, but um, if I think, you're gonna watch this movie for anything, it's for that. I think the main thing I know this movie for is everyone saying Demi Moore is like so shit in it. Like she's a vacuum of like emotion. Like she sucks up all the funny, like entertaining bits of the movie because her acting's so crap. Yeah, and all those same reviews like focus so much on her body and like talk about her fake Ew. boobs and stuff. That's a gross thing in for both of these films. Again, there's such a weird thing about that, like. You have this one is more the thing of like this is just a very average film that's way too over convoluted. But yeah, there's such a disgusting thing about like all the bad reviews and Razzies and stuff are just a reflection of a stigma against stripping yeah. and stuff. And like mm. even in like the Siskel and Ebert one, I randomly watched their reviews of both these films. They both talk mm. about they're like, and I don't and you know what, she's not even hard anyway. I think she yeah. looks disgusting. Ew. I'm like, shut the fuck it's up. Disgusting. She yeah. Yeah. She's so what gorgeous. The hell? Yeah. This movie. Yeah. Do you think she's bad in this novelizer? Is that what you? Were I think what saying? was she meant to do? She has like yeah. a very yeah. serious story at the center of this really inessential, flimsy movie. Like, yeah. what is her character meant to do? She's meant to be a really good dancer and a good mom. 
Like, how is she meant to make that funny? Also, the tone drastically shifts, like, three quarters from the... Fluctuates the the At first, you're like, oh, no, we're telling a pretty, like, serious story about just, like, this woman and her life and, like, the grind she has to do with this strip club, but she really wants to be with her daughter. Hmm. And then the last 20 minutes is some weird, like, Scooby-Doo, like... We gotcha. Like yeah. you thought you could get away with yeah. it, but look at this awesome plan we came up with. I'm like, what? what? Like, when did that happen? And did I miss it? Can we talk about how funny the um the score is for this movie? It sounds uh, like we're watching Bridge to Terabithia. Like the music, uh, the music is like, like wondrous, like the music's like da 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 on like violins and strings, God. and she'll be like. And like mostly baby. naked and stuff. Yeah, it's so hell? weird. I think this movie, talking about how like virtuous she is and how, what a good person she is, I think in that this movie might approach being more damaging to the perception of sex workers than yeah, show. Yeah, I think so too. I do agree with that. This, she, the whole point of her arc is to get away from stripping. Yeah, and that like doesn't and do that it's anything. not a good profession. And she's yeah. like, I can't be for my daughter and stuff. Not and- that. Not that. Showgirls does that that well either well, because the whole also point alienates. Is, yeah, and yeah. it's also alienating like in terms of like different categories of sex work. Like the whole point is like I'm not a prostitute, which is actually a slur now, I think. Mm. But um, what's a slur? Sorry, prostitute. Did you know I did a like criminology subject, sex, gender, and crime. It was good, mm. and in it, all like legislation regarding sex crimes, there was a whole amendment, and they're abolishing the term prostitution because apparently sex workers don't like it. Right, I didn't know that. Prostitution. I don't think you call it a slur. What do you, what do you like, call? I feel like I've only sex heard work. sex worker sex work. for sex quite a while, but wow. I didn't know. Was, did not know that. Yeah, but there it is. I don't know, is stripping sex work or is that just like dancing? What is it? I think it falls within the field. I don't know. I wonder what strippers like to be called dancers, strippers. Yeah, Yeah, well, in in this film, don't they say like, I'm not a stripper, I'm a dancer. She's like, what did you call me? Hmm, Exotic Um, dancers. There's definitely the attitude that's like, you don't want to be doing what she's doing. And she's like, I have to get out of this. It's not the first movie to have done it that a character is like a stripper with a heart of gold or whatever. But I think it really denigrates the profession by being like, she is the one good person. Like, she's too good for this. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? Everyone, all of them have hearts of gold in to some degree or other. Like, yeah. just because they're dumb or blonde or they seem to really like their work or they don't or they have, have other aspirations. they have huge boobs and that's, like, what their whole routine that is based around. That lady's huge boobs. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> don't fake. Can we talk about, like, how weird fake boobs look? Like, they just don't move. Like, they literally are immovable. No, it's more the skin on top of the... I you think it looks really thin and, like, painful or whatever? Oh, ow. It, lo- they, it looks, like, tight. It looks, like, behind. They've got, like, um, what's the, the thing you put in your hair? Like, a pit, like, the... I don't put it in my hair because I don't have long hair. Like the like a clip, like a clip. It looks like they're clipping their skin back, like in The Simpsons. You know oh, when you like look at the skin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is gone off. Let's leave this lady. It hasn't really. Long that's long. what Let's they're these, from. My, I do want to say, this movie got a very emotional response from me and my girlfriend in the scene where the daughter, uh, like the the daughter's like been put to bed. And that night she uh, crept out and watched. Yeah, when Demi she's Moore watching her mum perform. Perform. And it's very sweet scene. She goes like, did you see me perform tonight? And she's like, yeah, you yeah. look so sad though. You, yeah. you looked so pretty. And I was like, the movie should have more of that attitude about stripping. Hmm. Like that's so sweet for the, your daughter being worried. Even if it was commenting on something like if everyone else at the strip club yeah. was like, we love this or like we're proud of who we are. And Demi Moore was like, no, this is so bad. Mm. And then her daughter 
was like, yeah, and you kind of beautiful. appreciate it for yeah. what it is and be like, you're dancing. And, and then she like embraces it. But no, it's literally this thing of all the other strippers are like, yeah, that's right. by the end of the movie, there's essentially this attitude of the other strippers being like, yeah, that's right. Us all whores, we're just right <laughs> for this place. You though, you're worth it. You're better. Get out of here. Yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah. I think it suggests that unless someone has some kind of sob story that forces them to do sex work, like, if they don't have that excuse, they must be some kind of monster. Yeah. Well, like, if stripping is so... If your attitude about this movie is that stripping is something to be avoided and is so gross, then you making us watch entire routines <laughs> of your lead stripping... <laughs> Where the only good bits of the movie are these routines. Yeah, yeah it's literally. just gratuitous. Like, that's just you being like, do you want to see a stripper? Like, do you want to yeah. see strippers? Yeah. But then not supporting it as like, yeah, if you're doing that, you have yeah. to be like, this is here to show... Like that this is artful. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys like Ving Rames? How he had like a pet monkey though? That was cool. That was cool. I always like Ving Rames. Wait, is that the guy who put the cockroach in the yogurt? I didn't oh get God, that. I, I didn't get that, that either. <laughs> Don't Don't worry. Worry. You could have truly just, just so made that up. <laughs> it happened. He, I, I think it was some man who was trying to like embezzle a company or something. Yeah, he was know. trying to like get rich quick. Anyway, let's How do we not understand this movie about stripping? Yeah, let's compare the pictures. I just wanted to say before then, in nineteen ninety seven. Striptease made news because it was shown in a third grade classroom in Chicago, Illinois. And like, that's funny. But then it said the teacher claimed that the students chose the film and then they turned off the movie and they put on Scream and it caused further controversy. Like this school just cannot catch a fucking break. Why did this happen? I don't know. This school was like third graders. What do you want to watch? And they're like, we Scream. want to watch more. I tried to bring in, um, I tried to bring in, oh, what did I try? Oh, uh, uh, um, Casper and Wendy, Casper and Wendy, the movie with Hilary Duff into uh, pre-kinder because like on Wednesdays someone was like to bring in a VHS and I brought that in and they wouldn't let us watch it because it was PG. What? And I was so sad. So the next week I brought in an episode of Scooby-Doo. Good choice. Wait, we had that on VHS? I don't remember that. shit though. Come on. I want to watch... I'm like, yeah, everyone remembers that gnarly, gnarly gore, like death scene in Casper. Casper got really dark. Casper did get dark. He was dead. He was a little ghost. I don't think Casper and Wendy. He missed his family. When he like turned into a real human boy. Mm. I'm going home and I'm asking mum about Everybody and every single woman I know says that. That was like a sexual awakening for them. Yeah, So sexy. What was that about? And the Peter Pan guy in like the 2004 Peter Pan. And you know who else? Agent Cody Banks. So no, hot. I Frank know who Malcolm. Um, Freddie from School of Rock. The oh, drummer Freddie kid. from School of Rock can get it. He <laughs> was like the one for me. Um, when he's just on those drums. Wow. He's really good at the drums. Yeah, he had yeah. his like bad boy look. Great. But anyway, Freddie, if you're out there. As an adult. Freddie. <laughs> so he listen is. To him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not like frozen in time. <laughs> Freddie, enjoy us comparing the pigs. Before we talk about what we, which film we felt was the stronger of the two based on the parameters it set for itself, mm. you should know that both of them feature the same actress, someone called Rena Riffle, who's a stripper in both of them. Is mm-hmm. she a stripper in real life? I was like, surely that must be like a special know. skill that came in handy. Her age must have been like, great, this is stripping the movies. for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and... They are the same choreographer. Oh, how loud how? is that? I was about to ask, They're what's our so favourite, wh- which one do you, uh, 
which one has a better dance or like what dancing do you like more? They're think, so different. Yeah, I think it proves that she really like had completely different ideas of what the dancing would be like for each of them. Yeah. Like like yeah. we said, in striptease, it's act-based and it's like each this woman is just doing their own thing. It's what you'd see at yeah. a strip club also. Like yeah. I just, it feels like you're watching a stripping performance, yeah. Yeah, whereas Showgirls is like some crazy like Cirque du Soleil yeah. martial arts. <laughs> like, <laughs> like humping, like yeah. weird like yeah. thrusting I humping. I always think in my head of when he's like, thrust it. Thrust it. <laughs> in her audition, like, and wow. there's the gradual zoom it does in on Nomi while she's like thrusting it. Wow, thrusting it's exceptional. <laughs> while she's thrusting um, it, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, well, how freaky is that? Thrusting it. What okay, like, yeah, who, 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 what? I think <laughs> we can talk about in the public eye. Showgirls is the one that's been a cult hit. Like, yeah, it's always on. Like drag queens do performances of it. It's always on it, like bad movie nights, yep. whatever. Like it's yep. a bit of a Rocky a Horror thing as well. Yeah. Yep. I was thinking, I was like, this movie would be perfect for the kind of Rocky Horror thing if there weren't a fucking oh god, exhausting rape scene. Like yeah. very, mm-hmm. very. I was like, you couldn't. Because at first I was like, oh yeah, it'd be such a fun view. But I'm like, mm, stuff like that makes it again, as you said, like grating and yeah. like abrasive. Yeah, I think that's a really common Verhoeven trope. Like women. Um, Okay, it's two separate things, but women being raped and it being a plot device and also women being sexually humiliated and, like, yeah. really focusing on how that feels for them and stuff. Like, yeah. I would – I have tried to look it up and I have no idea if he's a feminist or not, but I would love to, like, know where that comes from because he has, has a lot of movies set during the Holocaust that really in hone thing, in on yeah. how – Women would Like, women, that. yeah, were objectified by Nazism too. Uh, yeah. Something we haven't even mentioned yet that – um, it's kind of pecking back at me now and it's really frustrating me in the middle of this wonderful chat we're having. <laughs> about the Holocaust. <laughs> no, it's about the fact that uh, Eliza sometimes goes to Los Angeles. Los Angeles. <laughs> Los Angeles. And uh, when she goes there, she stays at a house and guess who lives next door but she didn't <laughs> ask for an interview from. <laughs> yeah, I like... Paul Verhoeven. My boyfriend is family friends with the Verhoevens because they used to be neighbours. And it's so <laughs> wild. I wonder if, like, I've become really nepotistic and just because I could meet them. You're like, like, oh, like nice. that guy. Yeah, my favorite so normal. <laughs> I really liked them as well. But, uh, I think I loved them before. Eliza, well. you definitely could have no. gotten any piece of content for this episode. You went on I a date. You went, you went on a day date with Paul Verhoeven's wife. Oh tell God. everyone. Tell yeah. the people. Yeah. Tell the story. Yeah, I went out to lunch with her. She was so lovely. She, she went, went to Lululemon, Lululemon. <laughs> and she was like, she's a beautiful Dutch lady. And she was like, I got these pants for Paul. You should get them for your boyfriend. And I was like, Paul has Lululemon pants. And I was like touching the pants. I was like. Oh, Can you imagine yeah. as he was like, like demonstrating to sure, her. He's like, you he's have like to thrust like this. He's like, like in his Lululemon like pants. In my Lululemon pants. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I would never ask him about showgirls. Like I would have to, I would have to have like back and forth with him for a long time before I was like, or be like, Trash. I'll do it. Like, I'll fucking do it right now. Give me it's the not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Wow. Ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I kind of wonder, like striptease is seen as this huge failure and kind of like a real blot on Demi Moore's career. And mm-hmm. People like that. It all kind of ended her career slightly or at mm-hmm. the time she was paid $12.5 million to appear in this movie mm-hmm. and would never get that kind of role again where she's like the big star. Yeah. And I sort of wonder if, showgirls being remembered and loved actually serves in an ironic way but i wonder if it's kind of a case of like puritanism like because it has yeah no yeah it has this really pessimistic view 
of human sexuality and how people interact with each other and how we scam each other and are mm. awful. Mm. And that's fun and bitchy to watch. Whereas striptease is like, yeah, it's a living. <laughs> and I think it's harmful in its own ways, but it's like this light crime comedy. Mm. And I want to light yeah. of the fact. And it's like, well, yeah. And I wonder if like, subconsciously even hip audiences that now like showgirls are like oh, striptease like come on yeah that's true yeah that's like both yeah part. and both films made way way more money once they were on home video than they did in theaters yeah. Yeah, which, which is, is uh, like fucked up people are you guys are really up, repressed pervs and just want to go home and like watch there's a really dog. good reddit on um <laughs> on uh like crazy theater experiences and stuff and one of them's like Oh, oh, like from people that work at theaters, and one of them is this guy that's like, um, I worked at a theater the year when Showgirls came out, and this one seventy like three year old guy would come in, come in, came in and saw it every single day that it was out, and would always leave after the pool scene. <laughs> oh my god, that's oh my poor man. God. He probably died before he had the internet to yeah. like take oh care of that shit for god. free. Disgusting. Wow. Yeah, literally. Um, but yeah, I think the pretty like general consensus with this is. I still can't really gauge, Eliza, if you, like, actually love... It, it's a weird thing of being like, I guess if I love it because it's... Like, you can't even say so bad it's good because it feels so intentional and stuff. But anyway, I guess one of these films is outlandish and abrasive intentionally and no matter what its history, if it had been this breakout success that made all this money and people loved, it still would have been remembered for what it's remembered for as a failure. It's mm. still remembered for being like disgusting and vulgar and over the top and like alien, like everyone in it yep. is like a weird creature. Mm -hmm. yep. Whereas striptease is about, again, set in an industry where like, especially in the times when these movies came out, I guess it was quite clear. You had to like have some sort of opinion or perspective on what you're pre like presenting. And it takes the safest, easiest option and mm. kind of just wants to shy and away from what it's about. Mm, yeah, it's nervous uh, from the, from to, the industry. It's nervous it's to admire about. it. Yeah, so in turn, all you get is like a whole bunch of story threads that are too convolu convoluted, and a central story thread that actually is the one that works that isn't served as frequently as it should be, which is that uh, that of a mother being like, "I will do anything for my daughter." Yeah, I mm. think my thing with striptease is it benefits from a or capitalizes on and benefits from a sexuality that it also wants to. Look down upon, yeah. yeah, and um, and everyone within, like, this is just so, like so clearly the male gaze in action, which is fine. Like, I understand that that's just that's just what it's trying to do. That's like how cinema works or whatever. But yeah, I didn't like either of these films. Like, I watched them and I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> but at least Showgirls had something to say from. I don't even know if it was critical or what it was. I didn't like watching it. I don't want to watch it again. But in terms of it comparatively to striptease, striptease was just so vapid. It was just so, like, cheap in terms of, like, capitalising, yeah, on the sexuality thing. At least Showgirls was doing it in a way that, yes, it was really confronting and I don't want to watch it again and it was kind of gross and, yeah, it was very visceral. Mm. But maybe that's just what it is. Maybe that's just, like, the industry. It's not nervous to say that. Yeah, that's what I kind of worry about, though. Like, does some part of my brain like it? Maybe Because I'm taught to think that yeah. sex is something that's really shady and disgusting and, and at least can only lead like to that. people being, like, yeah. end up in the maybe. gutter and stuff. And I because striptease is lighter on that and kind of has nothing to say. 
that's why I think it's dumb. <laughs> I think, yeah, for me, it is showgirls because it has something to say. But again, showgirls? Yeah, I'm showgirls. No, I'm showgirls. showgirls as well. I find it's endlessly engaging no matter what lens you look like. Literally, just like I'm sure hundreds of millions of people have watched showgirls drunk at parties. I'm equally think that you can watch it and truly take an interesting thing from a very interesting director, like mm. from his perspective yes. on what he's trying to say. It is Showgirls by a mile. Mm. Me too, baby. I love Showgirls. I've, like, Congratulations, I just, Showgirls. It's on my list of like fave movies, guys. I don't oh want to say God. that like right up front. <laughs> this, like, I could talk about this movie for a lot longer, but I think we should wrap it up by saying congratulations. Showgirls. We stumbled into one of your favourite movies. I didn't even yeah. realise that. Whenever we're doing one of like, like with Halloween, I was like top to bottom, like, it's one of my favourite movies. Favorite. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, guys, fuck list. you. Why can't we do one of my favourites? Are yes. you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> It's time for a triplet in the attic where we each got to pick a deformed, rejected little third piece of media that we think acts as a thematic triplet to the episode's twin picks. Meg, would you like to start? Sure. Um, I actually had a different triplet set up and then I remembered something as we were speaking. Um, so I changed it. Mid mic, mid recording? Mid re- yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, I don't care. Um, and so this, the film that I, it's a, it's a film, the film I've chosen, I like how it, um, shows stripping. Um, and I just think it's a really good movie in general. Hmm. Um, Carlito's Way, it's Al Pacino. I've never seen that. Oh, it's so Oh my God, that makes good. me think of that episode of Love where they're writing the song for Carlito. You know? Yeah. Do you guys watch Love? Yeah. No. Well, there's a whole TV bit show. where like they write song, they write theme songs for movies that don't have one. Yeah. And it's like, it's the highway or Carlito's way. Stuff, <laughs> yeah. This movie is really good. It's Al Pacino in my favorite role of his. Um, and it's just this incredibly choreographic film. Um, and in it, the sort of like the female lead um, who plays against Al Pacino is a former ballet dancer and then she becomes a stripper. Um, and he sort of is he Carlito. Upon, he's Carlito, and he's come out of prison, and then they suck, like kind of reunite. And the whole point is he's just trying to like avoid, you know, any criminal enterprise because he just wants to get away from it all and take her with him. But there's this whole arc to the film, which is really kind of interesting to me, which is that he's like, you know, I want to take you away from here, and she's kind of like, I don't know, there's nothing really wrong with here. Like all I'll right. come with you, and I want to come with you because of you. But like, there's nothing wrong with stripping. Like mm. I'm good at it. I like doing it. She makes like a lot of money doing it. And she's like, yeah, this is how I'm independent. And he sort of talks to her like, oh, I'm so sad you used to be in musicals and ballets and things. And I just want to see you dance like that. And she's like, why? Like I dance really well. And it's yeah. just, it's, it's shows stripping. It's very mild to the plot of the film. The film itself is so choreographic. It exists on this kind of grid and every action sequence, I, I don't generally tend to like be taken by any action. Cause I'm just kind of like not that way inclined in terms of like tension, but um, it's just done so well. It's It moves through space in a really interesting way. I would really recommend this film. I, like, literally didn't know what it was about at all. Oh, I you. have no clue what it was about. You, you, should, you should watch this movie. It's good. It's good. Monkey. Noah, what about you? Hula. Um, Noah's Way. Noah's Way or The Highway. Oh. Mm-hmm. And my priority <laughs> <laughs> right. is that people 
people just need to engage with like, do you reckon people, are, I feel like people are engaging with Paul Verhoeven in the right way. Yeah, he has a time. big fan base and all his yeah. stuff keeps getting Yeah, everyone, in. yeah, exactly. I just think um, exactly like I'm sure a lot of people will listen to this episode and still be in the mentality of being like, oh my God, Showgirls is like big old piece of shit film, which I still am kind of like, I think it still is whilst being a satire as well. Um, like I think its main function is still that it's hilarious and entertaining. Um, like it's like more popcorn to me than, yeah, yeah, that stuff. There is a terrific piece written by Paul Verhoeven on Rolling on Rolling Stone about Showgirls. It's called Showgirls. Ooh. Paul Verhoeven on the greatest stripper movie ever made, and uh, it has all of the quotes from him that help me kind of re. Uh, yeah, readjust my perception of the film. I'm going to read out a little bit from it here that I think shows what an interesting mind the man is. It says, when I think of the movie, I see all these brilliant colours and of these beautiful movements of the body and of the camera. And what stands out for me is the elegance. That sounds strange to people when I say this is a very elegant movie, but I think it is. It's probably the most elegant movie I've ever done. Oh, my God. And that is uh, <laughs> this article. So, yeah, I recommend you check it out. It's pretty brief, um, but so it's very interesting. Mm. Yeah. yeah. How about My yours? triplet is a um, kind of undercover expose written by Gloria Steinem in the oh, 70s. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> have you read it before? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, I have my own problems with Gloria Steinem. Oh, yeah, she's problematic. This, so second yeah, wave. This, like, piece of writing really – I think you said what's called. It's called A Bunny's Tale, like T-A-L-E. Mm. And it's about – Steinem, who is one of the founders of Ms. Magazine and kind of one of the founding second wave feminists going undercover at yeah. Hugh Hefner's like Playboy Bunny Club. like infiltrates it. Yeah, and it's just basically two long journal articles hmm. about the horrific They're amount like of like living yeah, emotional well. labour yeah. that these women had to put in. Like you have to pay for all your own costume. Like yeah, you have to wear everything practices. you wear is like, yes. Yeah. And you get tested for STIs frequently. Yeah. And you're expected to go home with like members of the club that walk in. Yeah. It's like a and brothel. Yeah. Like the writing is so dread inducing to it's read. Ter- it's terrifying. To and read. It, yeah. And it was at the time as well. Like after this, this made like people see um, the bunnies as like these poor victimized women, but it also made people be like, Oh, the clubs kind of suck. Like yeah. this is where lame guys go. Like it yeah, made them seem dorky. Yeah. yeah. And it took away some of that negative charge and stigma of being yeah. like, Oh, it's like a den of sin. It's like, no, it's just kind of shit. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not cool to go thing. there. <laughs> it's so interesting to us, like, even, like, that isn't so long ago, but it feels so fucking crazy to us. Like, our mum talks about how she, our mum, like, a very successful lawyer, like, in her early days at a law firm, like, at lunch, they'd be like, we're going to a strip club. Like, you're coming? Like, you have to and mum yeah. would have to come and just, like, sit with them as yeah. they were at strip clubs. And, and mum's like, oh, yeah, that's what I had to do. Oh, crazy. like, jeez. This is a man's men, world. Men, 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 world. Oh, wow. We all picked yeah. really different men's songs just then. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Twin Picks. If you had a good time, we would really appreciate it if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts, Thank as you, you have already been doing, many of our listeners, or spread the word via like face-to-face interactions with people. I feel like that normally mm. does it for me. Yeah. Like if someone tells me about a podcast that they're listening, I will. I'll give it a listen. Look it up. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Let's um, do it. If you'd like to get in touch even more, why not send us an email at twinpixpodcast at gmail.com. And if you just want more fun content from young movie people, check out roughcutfilm.com. And if you would like to be caught up for next week's episode, 
as uh, as we've been doing recently, been telling you what things you can watch during the week to get caught up. Next week, we will be talking about Bicycle Thieves and BMX Bandits. Beautiful. Bikes. Bikes, baby. Bikes. Bye. Oh, my God. Bye. Clever. Twins. 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 One, two, three, twins. Wait, we'll say twins. Do the song game with twins. One, two, three. Twins. Eliza. One, two, three. Twins. Got it. Yes. See ya.